And so I think that it's really important for us to take responsibility for how much information we're taking in. If we're sitting there pulling our hair out because we're thinking about the journaling we need to do, that we didn't meditate yet today, or when will I exercise? Oh my God, I have to do my breath work. I need to get out in nature. When was the last time I did yoga? Blah, blah, blah. We're adding to the stress that these practices are meant to help us alleviate, right? Your conscious evolution is unique to you and your dharma and the season of life that you're in. But also, it's not just about the practices you put in place. It's about how you live and optimize life in every way. Hi everyone, thank you for joining. If this is your first time tuning into Reconditioned, I am Lauren Vaknin. I created this podcast as a hub to combine all topics within the fields of wellness and personal development and inner growth, health optimization, life optimization, as opposed to just niche topics within that so that you can get everything you need in one place and this all came about following my journey from severe disability from the arthritis I'd had since I was two to complete wellness which came about after a decade-long journey of determination to get well using a holistic approach. Sometimes I have guests, uh, sometimes it's just me doing almost like mini life coaching sessions where I speak about a topic I feel called to speak about. I call that series the Rise series and these episodes are usually shorter than the episodes with guests but they're always really juicy and you guys love them so keep looking out for them. And I just want to also introduce you all in this um, new season to my incredible new podcast studio and thank you, huge thank you to Launch Pod Studios um, who are helping me do this and my amazing new producer James um, and it's just incredible being here. So if you're listening to this on um, Spotify or Apple, you're listening to just the audio, do do tune in to um, YouTube and check out the video there because this is all very professionally done now because it was about time after 10 seasons, 113 episodes and the amount of downloads we've had and the love that we get for this podcast that we needed to up the game a bit. So here we are, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you will come on this incredible journey with me. The advice I get asked for probably more than anything else is supplements. Where do I get my high quality supplements? I am so particular about my supplements and I research every single ingredient right down to what the capsule shell is made of, which is why my clients trust my recommendations so much. Now, because I'm super picky, I get all my supplements from Amrita Nutrition and I found them about a decade ago because they were the only UK stockist to stock seeking health products which were developed specifically for MTHFR and I've stayed with them ever since because they literally stock the absolute highest quality brands from all over the world like Moss Nutrition, Quicksilver, Apex and so many others that I love and I know that anything I get from them is going to be the utmost highest quality. They also offer personal support at every stage from their customer care team and in-house nutritional practitioners. So you can order using practitioner invite code Lauren, which will get you 10% off all supplements, which will be applied to every order once you've set up an account. And you can also create your own protocols once you've set up an account, which is pretty cool. And I've gone ahead and created a collection of all my favorite supplements with Amrita, which you can find in the show notes or on my website. 
Otherwise, just visit amritanutrition.co.uk and don't forget to use code Lauren for 10% off. Thank you so much to Amrita for supporting our mission here at Reconditioned. For today's Rise episode, I want to talk about taking the overwhelm out of self-development and spiritual growth and evolution. And the reason I want to touch on this subject is because it's so prevalent for so many of my clients, but also for myself. I'm a young mom of two kids, I'm running a business, and so many of my academy members and audience get in touch to tell me they have the same juggle. And what prompted me to do this episode in particular was because I have so many academy members get into the work and start implementing all the tools and we learn journaling and meditation and breath work and we talk about spending time in nature and so many other self-optimization practices and doing courses and maybe work with a coach and a healer and all the things, right? And it's like, well, I wanna do all the things, but I don't have time. And we also have hobbies and we wanna do a whole bunch of other stuff and it's impossible to do it all because life is so busy. So I want to kind of take that pressure off with this episode, I guess, by talking about how we can implement self-growth tools without the overwhelm, because actually it's all well and good being overwhelmed with life, but the truth is it's completely counter-indicative to be overwhelmed by our self-development and spiritual growth work. That's just adding more and more stress and creating another layer of overwhelm when the purpose of this work is to help us be grounded into the present moment and align in our truth. If we're sitting there pulling our hair out because we're thinking about the journaling we need to do, that we didn't meditate yet today, or when will I exercise? Oh my God, I have to do my breath work. I need to get out in nature. When was the last time I did yoga? Blah, blah, blah. We're adding to the stress that these practices are meant to help us alleviate, right? As soon as our mind goes there, cortisol level shoots up, we're less aligned, totally not in the present moment and also high cortisol reduces immunity so you know it's, it's a vicious cycle so if you're a parent of young kids and you're working or you just generally live a busy life even if you're not a parent or maybe you're a parent and not working and that's busy enough let's think about how to balance this out Something that has always been a bit of a challenge for me, and I know it is to most people I speak to, is fitting in the time for all the spiritual and self-development practices I want to do. You know, I'd like to meditate and do breath work and yoga and walk in nature and connect with my guides and journaling and so much more, all the things every day. But we can't do all the things every day. I'm a mom, I run a business, and Even as someone who really does put this stuff first, it's pretty impossible to fit it all in. So the one thing that's really helped me over the past year is the Sensate. It is a piece of health tech that fits in the palm of your hand and it basically sends infrasonic waves through the chest to activate the vagus nerve and calm the autonomic nervous system. And you use it while playing the specially composed audio within the app actually pretty genius and honestly at the moment with my days being more full-on than they've ever been using the sensate is really the one thing that I know will work on so many aspects of my well-being at once so even if I haven't had time to do any other practices 
during the day, I lie down at night and I use the Sensate for 10 to 20 minutes before I sleep and it reduces cortisol levels, it calms my brainwave states, it gives me great optimized sleep, it calms anxiety and because of how it activates the vagus nerve, it deepens my meditation. So I can kind of do all that in one go. And I also take it everywhere with me. So if I've got 10 minutes in the car while I'm waiting for the school gates to open, I can just do it then without the pressure of knowing that meditation would be a bit challenging when I'm probably in heightened brainwave states at that point. So for me generally, it's been pretty life-changing. And if what I spoke about resonates with you at all, you can get £30 off the Sensate by visiting getsensate.com and using code Lauren30. That's G-E-T-S-E-N-S-A-T-E dot com, Lauren30. Thank you so much to Sensate for supporting our mission here at Reconditioned. So the first thing I say to clients is this. And by the way, I'm constantly reminding myself of this too. I am naturally inclined towards overwhelm, which ironically is why I need to do the work every day. So I feel like this a lot myself, but I've been doing this work now for long enough to know how to balance myself back out when I feel like that or to know how to recognize it when it comes. And also take into account, if you're a woman that is, that these things will bother you more at certain times in your cycle. So make sure, as I always say, to chart your cycle so you know after a few months, the days you tend to get more overwhelmed because that will really help you prepare for those days and you can literally sit back and go, okay, it's day 22. I know why I feel like this. That's my day, by the way. That's my overwhelmed, irritable day. Every month, same thing. So charting really helps you figure that out. So when you feel that overwhelm, what I want you to do is literally take three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and five fire breaths. So three in through the nose, hold for a few seconds at the top, and then out through the mouth. And then five times where you'll take three sharp intakes of breath, so, and then release it all slowly. And I want you to do that five times. And when you've done that and you're more grounded because the breathing is taking you out of that beta brainwave state and bringing you back into alpha where you need to be, where you can be grounded, where you can focus. At that point, I want you to check in with yourself. Have a think about the one or two things you can prioritize today. Now, there will be those of us who will use the excuses of life and all the life admin and life stuff not to do this inner work and procrastinate. So you do need to check in on whether you're doing that. But either way, what sort of time do you have today? Is it 30 minutes? Is it an hour? Is it 20 minutes? Maybe it's only 10 minutes today. And regardless of what it is, decide how you can best make use of that time today. So what's the very best way you can make use of that time to get the absolute most of however however long it is that you are going to dedicate to this? You won't be able to do all the things every day unless you're in a season of your life right now where you have an abundance of time And if that is you right now, please, please make the absolute most out of the sacred season. Don't be embarrassed about it. Don't feel like you have to justify it. It is a sacred season of your life. Just be just completely with that season and okay with it. And 
just be happy and grateful that you have this season where you get to know yourself fully and spend time on your inner healing. So for those of you who are juggling a lot, I thought it might help if I give you a few examples of how my days look and how they will differ when it comes to my practices. So for those who are just tuning into Recondition, I have two kids, they're seven and four. I've recently moved them to a more holistic school and it's further away. So between the time I need to leave in case of traffic, etc., and then getting from school to the office, I'm on average spending about three hours a day in the car. Um, it's really not ideal, but I've come to accept that it is the season of my life that I'm in. My children are going to a school where their emotional, psychological and mental and physical needs are met fully. And this is going to enable them to grow up with less cortisol, less pressure. So I feel like in the end, in the long run, it's very worth it because they're going to be happier individuals. And hopefully because of that, I'll have less to deal with when they're teenagers. So that's where I'm at. So here's how Monday looked for me. So my daughter doesn't go in on a Monday and my son finishes at 2.30. So I got up at six. I did my 30 minute workout regime that my trainer gives me. So I don't see a trainer regularly. I see her on a Sunday every other week because again, I have to prioritize. I don't have time to see a trainer a few times a week or even once a week. So I see her once every other week. She gives me a regime that she puts on an app and I follow that 30 minutes three times a week. While I was doing that, I had high, and I do this at home, I had high vibrational conscious music on in the background while I trained. Um, it might sound a bit poncy, but genuinely I have that on and I consciously gave gratitude while I did it. Why is that easy for me as well? I used to be disabled. So it's really easy for me to be in the gym working out and looking at my body moving in ways that it never used to and be able to give gratitude for that. So it doesn't matter what you have to be grateful for at a time in the day where you can, I call it stacking your hacks, right? So I stack my hacks a lot. So I will, and what that means is you do two or three things at once. So while I'm exercising, I've also got my high vibrational music on in the background. So that's already putting me into a higher vibrational state, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. And I'm giving gratitude which as we know, makes us happier, makes us more abundant. So that's three things I did at once. Then I jumped in a cold shower, something I do every single morning. Do I love it? No, I've been doing it for three years. I still do it every day because it fires me up. I know it's firing up my mitochondria. It's helping the cells in my body, the ATP recover in my body. It's helping me be stronger, healthier. I've done a lot of reels about this on Instagram, so feel free to check that out. Essentially, it's immune and mental resilience. It's super important. So I never look forward to it, but I know if I ever give in, I'm like, oh, I'll treat myself to a hot shower today. I don't feel good when I come out. So my cold showers, that's something I can do every day, regardless of time. I got ready and left the house by 7.20 for school. I came back from school run, let Vida play while I jumped onto some emails, and then I took her out. So there was no time for meditation or anything else. I picked up my son at 2.30, brought them home for about three-ish, played with them for a bit, sorted their dinner, and then I came back into my home office and I did an hour work. So Mondays are super hectic for me, so I didn't have time to properly come into my office, which is where my altar always uh, also is, and do anything other than work. So instead, when I went to bed at about 9.45, I got on my acupressure mat, 
with my Sensate. And my Sensate, as you all know, if you're long-time listeners, I'm obsessed with it. I use it every day. It's this amazing piece of health tech um, that I use that calms the autonomic nervous system and deepens my meditation. And I was too tired to even do a proper breath work, which Daniel and I will often do together before sleep. Um, so I set the Sensate for 20 minutes and I just listened to the sounds and I just let the Sensate do its thing without me having to actually get involved. And then I got off the mat and I went to sleep. Tuesday, didn't manage to get out of bed until 6.30, so I had my cold shower, took the kids to school, went to my co-working spot and went and sat outside overlooking the grounds um, and I meditated for 15 minutes, which I do most days when I'm there, which is three days a week. Um, I spent most of the day at a standing desk there, which I do most days, I do that at home as well. And then I went to my Pilates class there, which is time out that I take for myself on a Tuesday and a Friday. I do a Pilates class on Tuesday and a yoga class on a Friday. Um, and my husband was actually picking up the kids that day, which is a rarity. It's usually me. So I took 15 minutes at the end of the day, ran over to the gym and got on the step over 15 minutes. And then I went home, came home, played with the kids back into the office that night after they were in bed, I logged on to a lesson from my shaman. Same routine as Monday in bed. Then Wednesday I did my workout, but I had no time whatsoever that week for anything else. I did listen to a great podcast in the car after I dropped the kids. And I always try to choose podcasts that will teach me something and will raise my vibe in some way. I do believe that in itself is medicine. Um, and even knowing all of that, I have that overwhelm of myself or that pressure on myself where I'll go, you haven't done such and such day, you've done nothing, you've done no breath work. You've... And then I'm like, that's okay. It's okay. You can't do everything every day. You listen to a podcast that taught you something that was beneficial for your well-being. That's medicine. I read in bed that night, which I try to do most nights. That's medicine for me too. Thursdays I work from home and I went for a walk in the woods when I got back from the school run. Again, that's medicine. I wear my barefoot shoes when I do that, so I'm grounded to the earth. I'm benefiting from the earth's um, electromagnetic frequency. I'm out in nature, I'm forest bathing, so that is you know, definitely a wellness practice that I swear by. Um, and I put my phone on airplane mode and I just kind of try to completely be present with nature. And then I worked, once the kids were home, I snuck back into the office to do some journaling because I'd had some funky dreams that needed some attention and some stuff that had come up for me that I know I needed to purge. So I did that. I went for dinner with a girlfriend, which was really special, and then came home, did a quick 10 minutes on the red light machine to reduce the cortisol from the bright lights of the restaurant, which is a real hack that I recommend everyone does. If you can get, I mean, I've got a full red light panel, but even if you can get a small red light machine, a portable, anything red light you can use after you've been out because the bright lights um, just increase cortisol, reduce our melatonin. We're not going to have that restorative sleep that our cells need in order to rejuvenate and keep us healthy. Um, you know, from the restaurant, the driving, everything that kind of kept me adrenalized. So that will optimize me for sleep. Got onto my acupressure mat and did 10 minutes on the sensate. I was so tired. I knew I needed to just unplug, but I also knew that I needed to bring all that adrenaline and everything down. Friday, I did a quick five minutes of breath work when I woke up, did my cold shower, dropped the kids. I listened to a podcast and I got to my co-working spot and um, I did a 15 minute meditation before my yoga class. Um, 
And then that was it. I had like two hours to work. I stood up at the standing desk for most of the time and picked the kids up and that was all I did. So I, that day I kind of just wanted to be with the kids that afternoon and chill out. Um, I watched TV that night. We only usually watch TV on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, for those who haven't heard me talk about TV, I do feel like it is completely numbing us. Um, again, there is medicine and chilling out and completely switching off with some TV every so often. There are some great things on TV, obviously, but most of us serves to increase our cortisol, give us more information, this constant input and influx of information. And it's something I, I talk about on the Recondition Your Life Academy is how humans in 2023 take in more information in one day than a person did in the 1800s. And so I think that it's really important for us to take responsibility for how much information we're taking in in any given day. And for me, TV is just adding to that. I always know I'm going to have a worse sleep after I've watched TV it's also most of the time we're watching something that for whatever, whether it's, even if it's not an action thing, even if it's just something you're invested in, it's raising your cortisol levels. And we know when, when our cortisol levels are raised, our melatonin drops. Melatonin is the sleep hormone. We don't want that. Obviously, the blue light from the screens are impacting that as well. And when you're watching something you enjoy, you don't really want to wear your blue light blocking glasses. So um, generally, I watch TV Fridays and Saturdays at most. Um, so Saturday morning, I did yoga at home, I had an Epsom salt bath, I checked in with my shaman and I had no time for anything else. The day was hectic as weekends usually are with kids. Sunday morning, I did a proper meditation in my bedroom and my husband and I always have cacao and a check-in on Sunday nights, which is our non-negotiable, something that we do to keep us connected. Um, something that I talk about a lot when we talk about relationships on my couples healing workshops and anything like that is about how we're so used to checking in on logistics. What did you do today? What did the kids eat? Da, da, da. Where did the kids need to be? That we're not actually checking in on the important emotional stuff. What does he need from me? What do I need from him? What's going on in my life that he needs to know about and vice versa. So Sunday night check-ins are non-negotiable for us. Um, and that is seven days of how it looks for me. And I want to point out that your conscious evolution is unique to you and your dharma and the season of life that you're in. But also, it's not just about the practices you put in place. It's about how you live and optimize life in every way. So was I doing enough of the things I wanted every day? No, of course I wasn't. But what I also did was I ate well. I drank plenty of purified, remineralized, alive water. I walked where I could. I used my standing desk when working as much as I could. I used my blue light blocking glasses if I was on the computer after dark. I breathed deeply and consciously in the car while I was driving to make use of that time. I learned something new every day through a podcast, an article, a book, whatever it might have been. I took time to be grateful. I appreciated nature whenever I could. I practiced compassion where it was needed. I tried to be the best parent I could. Sometimes you mess up there, of course, and then you feel like crap and you have to find a way to bring that back and be kind to yourself and then just try to improve for the next day. So conscious evolution and self-development is about so much more than the meditation and the breath work and the yoga and the journaling and all the things. It's about 
how are you improving yourself as a being, a cosmic being living this human experience with all the small everyday things you do? How can you improve on those things? So that's kind of how I've learned to take the pressure off and take the overwhelm out of it. And what it really all comes down to is accepting the season of life we're in. I would say I'm probably in what will be the busiest season of my life. My kids are at the ages there are and how they need me. So when they were babies, I wasn't working as much. So although, of course, it's busy when your kids are babies, it wasn't as hectic. Now things are way more hectic, way more fast paced than they've ever been. And I need to be in full acceptance of that in the fact that I chose to have children and raise them consciously. So they need to be a priority. But that doesn't mean that I bypass my own needs, right? I see this in the conscious parenting community a fair bit. I see mums that just go a little too over to the other end of the spectrum. If this is you, just love and empathy and compassion to you. I know you're doing everything you think is the absolute best for your kids. But if you're not having any time for yourself at all, you're not going out with your partner or your friends without your kids, or you're not taking any time other than when the kids are in bed after 9 p.m., your mental and spiritual well-being will be suffering. So as usual, it's such a fine balance of self-care alongside conscious parenting. For me, I make decisions like this new school because I know ultimately it will reap extreme benefits for my kids. Has made life a lot busier for me. So based on those things now not being a choice, I've had to make sacrifices in other areas because we can't do it all, right? And that is what the acceptance about the season of life we're in is all about and I'm going to do another episode shortly about how to accept the season of life we're in and how to soften into it because I think that they're actually two separate things taking out the overwhelm and accepting the season of life that we're in so that will be coming shortly so I hope that this has helped you to have a think about how to effectively manage your conscious evolution and you know where you can add things what things you can prioritize what things need to be compromised or removed even when something has to give and how to be kind to yourself through it all so that is it from me today as usual if you enjoy the podcast you've gained anything from it please share it with a friend share it on social media help me reach more people here because the more of us who are evolving on our own spiritual evolution the higher vibration uh, the planet will be so please continue sharing recondition with your friends and once again thank you for being here